0: Look, I'm not yawning. This I was time. just gonna say,
1: I was, I was waiting to see if you would yawn so I nope. can make fun of you. But which is funny because okay. I am very sleepy. But no, I know, and it's only seven forty-five. Wow, look I at know. us! <laughs> so impressed. It's not ten p.m. It's the bare minimum <laughs> is what we're doing. I mean, that's the that's the vibe of the podcast.
0: Well, that's true. Although we have fun and exciting updates, we do um the first of which is we have a newsletter (gasps) oh my god like an email newsletter (laughs) it will not go out super frequently because we don't have time no but we wanted a way to like have all of our show notes and Mm -hmm. things available easily and so we set up a sub stack um where we can send out like book recs and updates and also like random like we have books that we want to you know, like extra copies of books to give away, so we figured mm-hmm. that would be a good place to do that. Things like that. So if you would like to subscribe, there will be a link Yes, in, in with our notes. other links and in the show notes. Um, And, of course, we wanted to shout out um, Olivia, Random Olive. Mm-hmm uh who helped us put it together she has got a little like newsletter business thing going on she's still working out like all of the details and how exactly it's going to work um but we will also put a link for that she's got a a wait list set up and a little freebie guide right now um, to essentially help anybody who wants to like potentially monetize or otherwise for whatever reason set up an email newsletter and it's got a a guide with the i think three really main newsletter platforms describing um, them yeah and that's the she's got the like freebie guide um that she posted about it. and like i said we can link that mm-hmm. um but i at least for us and the thing that she's working on is like a more personalized like looking at your goals yeah. and helping you figure out what specifically works for you so she did that for us and it was
1: really really helpful and it looks so um, professional I- <laughs> it looks very nice yeah in grad school um we did in design for like book production and so, every time I see, like, just a really nice designed, like, PDF file, God, it does it for me.
0: Nothing nothing gets you going like a <laughs> nicely designed PDF file. Nothing Ghosts does. and nicely designed PDF files. Meanwhile, if you look in the About section of our Substack, you will see that our dislikes
1: are –
0: what is it? Yours is Balloons God. and mine is Inbox Clutter. So,
1: um, I mean, I truly – hate balloons they're my biggest fear if i was stuck in a room with a balloon and i didn't know when it was gonna pop i would go insane like that is truly like i hate them um but then also i have like a million unread emails so i feel like unless you have like yeah, a weird balloon nightmare. kink like i don't is- <laughs> yeah. although
0: i would love to read that uh that balloon, balloon animal, be, animal that would like legit novella be my nightmare i don't doubt it Wow. Wow. I, I just never would have If you were like guess what my fear is. Balloons
1: wouldn't be a thing that I would guess mm. at any point. I know. <laughs> um but back to the newsletter, it the 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 um, the PDF that Olivia sent looked so nice and we both looked at it we were like, "Oh my god." So. Yes. And it was just very helpful. This was not a. I would not have known how to do this. No,
0: I mean, I, like uh, you could figure it out, but I like just it was so helpful. She had all these suggestions, and I was like, "Wow, thank you for just telling us what to do." So,
1: yeah. And then did you? Because you were because she suggested to do like a um, like a master list of all the books we talked about. And then, yeah. So I set up. <laughs> you text it took me so like long. we talk about so many books. We talk about so. <laughs>
0: Many, but bo- so when you, if you subscribe to the email, when um, you subscribe, and, all right, Boom. relax. Um, the <laughs> little like there's, you know, like the welcome email that mm-hmm. it sends. Um, and so in that, it's got like I think I included links to the bingo boards. Um, mm-hmm. in the drive, like downloadable versions of those. Um, a list of like the top five episodes that, like, if you i mean if you're listening to this you've probably already listened to other episodes um but if you haven't listened to all of the episodes and you're like oh i wonder which ones are the best they're not necessarily the best but they're the ones that i think will give you the best feel Mm -hmm. for us um and then there's a link to a google spreadsheet that is an index of every book that we talk about it's i think i tried to keep it just to like books that we actually discussed rather than, like, we mentioned it as something we wanted to read, although Mm -hmm. I didn't, like, go back and listen to the episodes, I just looked at the show notes, so there might be some discrepancies, Um, but it's literally an index of all the books we've ever talked about and links to the episodes that they're mentioned in, and so there's, like, four different tabs, because there's, like, historicals, contemporaries, paranormals, and then, like, other that aren't romance, and there's, like, I, I don't remember how many... It's got to be
1: an unhinged amount because I was going through and making all the YouTube videos because Olivia also recommended transcripts and stuff. And so Mm -hmm. I was like, wait, that's a great idea. But transcripts cost money that (laughs) we don't have. Um, So the free option was to create YouTube videos and then it like auto captions them then makes auto transcripts, which is really nice. Um, And so I did that over the weekend and I was like copying all the show notes and like pasting them in and I was like, oh, my God. How many <laughs> like twenty seven episodes and like twenty seven hundred books? We can't be stopped.
0: Yeah, it's uh well, so there's a hundred and sixty six in the historical tab nice. currently. I actually there will be, be a I, oh no, we already talked about one. Do oh. <laughs> it. It's just it's there's um many there's many, and that's like it's only one like every episode where we talk about a book is all linked in the same so like we mentioned in which Margot Halifax earns her shocking reputation in three different episodes so that's all in one like under Margot Halifax nice. it lists the three different episodes um, and so it really is just 166 different books soon oh. to be more Oh, which is
1: so unhinged
0: because we only have like what 12 something episodes 13, 14, somewhere yeah, in there 20, 27 <laughs> Oh, I wasn't including the TBR episodes. No, <laughs> which are the culprits, by the way.
1: <laughs> yes, they are. Our last. Every one, time I got to a TBR, I
0: was like, "Oh no!" Here's it's a giant list. It really is. Yeah. Oh, the other thing. Well, so the there's the newsletter,
1: the YouTube channel. If you mm-hmm. are looking for transcripts, and it can also in um, like it has different translations too. I think you can like. Change oh, Yeah, I think you can like change the settings for the videos for like a few different languages and stuff. Um I don't know how accurate that'll be for the captions, but well um,
0: hopefully it'll be better than yes. nothing. Yes. And then I wanted to shout out I have to go back and find out who it was because now I cannot the uh remember the but... grocery aisle one. <laughs> yeah, so I put on our story <laughs> if you listen to last week's episode you will know we discussed what the sexiest aisle in the grocery store is because we were like, the, the fancy cheese, of course. <laughs> but then I put on our story, why can I not find my screenshot? Um, like a little, you know, question box mm-hmm. to see what other people thought the sexiest aisle in the grocery store was. And someone, I'm trying to find my screenshot so I can shout them out. Actually, Lady Margaret Smuddington does say the fruit section and that's a good entry too. <laughs> um... It's uh the username is what is Amelia reading? So oh. the spice aisle.
1: Oh, I went to college with Amelia.
0: Oh, hi, Amelia. <laughs> Hello. Thank you for submitting the spice we, aisle because I we, saw that and went, I'm the dumbest bitch
1: alive. <laughs> Amelia and I always got confused for each other um, in college because okay. we both um, had the glasses and the bangs thing. Um, and people that like, come up to us and be like, we were like shouting like we were like trying to talk to you, but it wasn't they were saying the wrong name so we yeah. weren't responding yeah. and it got us into some tricky situations um but yeah well she had a brilliant okay.
0: submission that i felt ashamed to have not thought of obviously the spice aisle is the sexiest aisle not even just because of the like spice spicy thing but just because spices are sexy the smell you're like mm, delicious
1: it's, it's quite true and They're all colorful. And like something about it just makes you want to organize. Yeah. You know, you want to get like a spice rack and like organize and like have like a um, right. one of those. So the tortillas. When ones. people come over, they start ovulating.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs>
0: exactly. Talia Hibbert, she gets it. Um, um I do also want to shout out uh the entry, the jar one. Not cans, jars. I don't know what that aisle is i don't know what the jar aisle is but i believe them <laughs>
1: <laughs> let's just say you guys are very creative more creative than us although yes. i i do still love the fancy cheese well fancy cheese i mean what i mean well mine wasn't even, it was craft so mine wasn't even an entry it was just <laughs> it was just where you it was where i was physically in the cub foods yeah and there are always, like, employees stocking the shelves when I go, and I'm like, can they hear me? Like, do they know what I'm doing? I know what you did in the cheese aisle. I mean, I was on an elliptical
0: machine in the gym today listening to, not the raunchiest of sex scenes or anything, but every time I have, I have a weird, like, timing. Mm-hmm. Every time I go to the gym, it seems, <laughs> there's always a sex scene playing in my audiobook, and I don't do it intentionally. It just keeps happening to me. Yeah. And every time I'm like, this is a weird place to be turned on.
1: Yeah. On the the elliptical machine
0: on a Sunday afternoon when it's just a bunch of old people at the gym.
1: As it (sighs) should be.
0: Well, now that the housekeeping and sexy grocery store aisle (laughs) determining is done, welcome.
1: Welcome. To
0: Romance Your TBR.
1: That is us. I am
0: Hannah. And I'm Caroline. That was a long pause. (laughs) I'm just really sleepy. As always. I am always sleepy when we record. Well,
1: because, like, who wants to record at, like, a normal time at, like, 3 p.m.? That's, like, the doing thing time. The doing thing time. (laughs) The doing thing thing time. (laughs) Yeah. 3 p.m. on a
0: Sunday is not my doing things time. No, I was
1: actually officially asleep. I took a nap. <laughs> officially. <laughs> I was officially asleep. You hung the yeah. sign on the door. You said, do yeah. not disturb. Oh my God. I, um, I had a great one from Diana Quincy. She sent me. I have that one um, too. Yeah, yeah. I don't know where that ended up. It's probably just in my like bin of book PR stuff. Um, but I used that on my door for a long time and I reinforced That's it with tape one. so that it wouldn't rip. <laughs>
0: I and it was, cause it was for me... like the best book. It was the best book. Mm-hmm the marquis makes his move oh so if good. anyone is curious that's yes. a great book um if you start it and you think to yourself i mm-hmm. really don't like
1: infidelity in books mm-hmm. don't worry
0: it's I've not never, what you think
1: it's not but also i've never rooted so heartily for cheating and it doesn't yeah. even happen there's no there's no cheating but i was i was so ready i was like yes queen cheat on him cuckold that's him that's fair but that's valid yeah it was such a – oh, my God. There's, like, a good girl in the bathtub. It's a great book. Well, speaking okay. of so good. Uh, and we haven't gotten to the topic of the episode. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that that's who we are. Again, if you've made it this far in your journey <laughs> with us, you know. Um, Married by Morning. What a book. The first by Lisa Kleypas to actually reference the title in the book. That's true. I found that so fun for me. It's like, we'll be married by morning. I was like, hi. I did also. I wonder if Lisa got tired of people asking, "Why do these? Why are these titled like this?" And she, then she said, finally Fine. was like, "Here, <laughs> I'll be interested in love in the afternoon to see if um it makes an appearance. We'll
0: see. This is the. I mean, I think again, we haven't read the last one, or yeah. I haven't. You haven't. Either, no, right. no, I stopped myself. Okay, well, we haven't read the last one, but this is the best one I would say so far oh, in yeah. the Hathaways.
1: It's um it's one of my favorite, Lisa. It's like right it's like at the top ish.
0: Yeah, I would put it up. It's not quite as high as some other ones, but it's it's up there.
1: Personally, it's the first one where
0: I was like, "Oh, this is a good. Yeah. This is a Lisa Kleypas."
1: I don't think it can be like my favorite cuz I don't have the audiobook of it, so like I can't like I won't reread it as much as the other ones that I love, um which hurts a little bit in my soul. Um but this is my second time reading it, so I had to read it both times via the physical book and it got I mean, I now tapped it and you can see like all those different tabs. Wow. Um it was very fun the second time around as well. So
0: I just took notes.
1: Yeah. Certified um, reread. I did not actually, take notes. So I think
0: we should show. shout out some of the funniest notes that <laughs> I took. Um number one is just a quote from <laughs> I think the first chapter. And it's was this some new level
1: of depravity? Had he developed a spinster fetish? I um I flagged that, and I was like, that would make a lovely title of an episode. Um, so new levels of depravity and spinster fetish. Yep, that was one of my tabs. Um,
0: I love that. The next note I took is literally just jinkies. <laughs> Because she lost her glasses and had to get down and was looking for them. And all I could think was jankies.
1: Jankies. Velma.
0: The next one is I have a splinter. Has been <laughs> impaled by a piece of
1: timber. I I loved how that happened at like page 43. Like she wasted no time in just, you know, yeah. getting rid of the the like my enemy. Um, talk, and it was immediately just like, we're at a Chaos. 16. Chaos. It was great. It just really took me out
0: <laughs> that, like, she can't see, so she's like, what's wrong with you? And he's like, I have a splinter.
1: And she's like, you're kind of being wimpy right now. Like, you should help me.
0: <laughs> and then she was like, Leah, you have been impaled.
1: Like He's like, oh, I'll just sit here and nap for a little bit. Once again, all I could think was
0: it's just what just, a scratch just a flesh wound. just a flesh wound <laughs> um all right hated that for us um there are some other that are not funny notes Dad. uh no blood le- uh no bloodletting mm. makes every time that makes an appearance i'm like we know better we and are leeches. smart no yeah. bloodletting no leeches um <laughs> This is not a direct quote. Well, actually, I think the last part is, but it's a series of quotes. Mm-hmm. And that is, yeah, I can't imagine how rough it must be facing the man who compromised your sister and not attacking him. <laughs> oh, wait. Uh, that's different. Poppy was a virgin when I married her. Well, when I seduce a woman, <laughs> I do it properly. And then, and then, just then he's like fighting. <laughs> and then
1: Rutledge is like, okay, that's it. And then pounds. He does. I he also, goes, that's it. And I, I also taps that. That was a great little fight sequence. Um, it hooked
0: <laughs> me out. Um, there's a series of crying emojis from when his little surprise was to take her to see an ophthalmologist I know. and get fancy new glasses. I know, like how hot. I just it was want. the sexiest
1: thing I've ever read. Like, and he was like, "Add the little like filigree,
0: like make him look sexy." Like he said, and I quote, "I would never put a masterpiece in an ordinary
1: frame." I know, and that that ended my life. Um. I know, he's... Leo. He's just... <laughs> I was
0: like, oh my god. Not you getting her glasses. Um, he... The next quote, immediately following that beautiful quote, by the way, or note, rather not quote. So you have the gorgeous quote, I would never put a masterpiece in an ordinary frame. Very next note is uh, toe-sucking sauce. Oh, this yeah. Is, this is because there's like one throwaway mention of Thanks. him sucking on her toes. And I have a, a delightful image Of like, (laughs) like Photoshop, like a hot sauce bottle, but it says "toe sucking sauce" on the label. Like that
1: exists, or like no, I think somebody. I hope. I hope it
0: doesn't. No, I mean like the picture exists, but I think it's
1: photoshopped. Well, yeah, bottle of
0: toe sucking sauce. I don't because it's like finger
1: looking good. Is that? I don't know. Kind of. Okay.
0: I don't know. I just know. That it exists. When I studied abroad, for some reason there was this running bit that we all made fun of one guy for having <laughs> a foot fetish. He didn't that we know of. Not I don't know Lorraine don't, Heath's wasn't, level. No. Well, he wasn't my friend. So, like, I don't know how the bit came about, Mm -hmm. but I know that it immediately spread to the entire Study Abroad group. Mm -hmm. So, in the group chat, we were just constantly making fun of him for having a foot fetish. I don't know why. I don't know why, but I do remember somebody sent the toe sucking sauce image. (laughs) I saved it. And so, that was all I could think of.
1: I think that would be a great bit for all of Lorraine Heath's heroes to be in a group chat and they're each making fun of each other for having a toe fetish. And then they each have a toe fetish, but they're each like thinking they don't. Because every time her delicate toes, <laughs> oh Christ, oh Christ, <laughs> yeah, it just she's he not the only one. Him. No, no, there was one book that I just read. He was like her plump little toes and fingers. I was like, oh, and he said it mo- multiple times. Interesting. Mm-hmm.
0: There was a Samara Parish where there was like a brief. Ma- there was like one toes mention peeping of- out of
1: the nightgown. Oh, I think he
0: like woke up from a dream. Like a sensual dream, yeah, and it was about her toes or something like that. Where I was like, <laughs> was okay, toes. Well, but yeah,
1: because like, her there's toes a, made an appearance. Well, because like always, like in the middle of the night, if the heroine, like arrives, her delicate toes are peeking out from beneath the the nightgown,
0: and then they're immediately aroused. As like a like they would never see. It's like that the ankle,
1: you know. It's like it right, gets like arousing
0: thing. because yeah. it's always
1: covered. It's up. just funny because it's toes. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it just makes me laugh every time. (laughs) And so it's like, Leo sucked on her toes for a little while. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. all right, King. Good for you. Get you some toe-sucking sauce. (laughs) Okay, I have two more notes. The first one is, if I marry her, I'll have to buy uh, her, the other woman. If Mm -hmm. I marry her, Mm -hmm. I'll have to buy another special license. And Marx's immediate response of, I hope it's expensive.
1: (laughs) He's like, it is. (laughs) I loved that little scene where she was like, jealous. His, oh, she was so mad. Yeah. And then, like, her, like, the the words that Kleypas wrote about, like, her, like, angry, like, sigh of relief and, like, how she was just so happy that he wasn't getting married to her. Ugh. Okay, I loved it.
0: And then the very last note that I took while reading this book is, Leo is so real for his pregnant Catherine King.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I loved that. When I first read it, I was like, whoa. Oh. Oh, I whoa. love a pregnancy
0: King from a hero. Yeah.
1: It was real Ooh, He's just, like, and then the really epilogue, into it. I was I was really into it. Mm-hmm. That was cute. That was a cute. That was Apple a really fun. good one. And I was like, "Wait, are there going to be twins?" And then there were because you
0: knew. Nah, I know they couldn't
1: not have a boy. Nah, I know. Do <laughs> any of do we know do any of these children end up in the um the Ravenel series? I haven't recognized any names. Yeah, which doesn't mean they don't. Yeah, like, in
0: passing. Um, and if I have like forgotten,
1: I don't. That was curious so, I wonder if she'll ever do something with them, but people haven't like heard they... from her since like twenty twenty one, so I'm not yeah, quite sure what's, going, what's on. going on.
0: Um, I don't think so.
1: Yeah, I feel like I, I would remember. Reading I haven't about recognized it any of the names
0: with the like Ramani Association. I feel like mm-hmm. that would have been a notable thing. Yeah, I get the sense that the Hathaways are just hanging out in Ramsey House, living their best life true with all their weird little animals dodger king Ugh, dodger he's so cute he's so cute
1: stealing her garters
0: bye i love
1: him <laughs> me too king Ugh. this book was just so cute like it was it was it just i just loved the progression of it like it's just started like the pacing was really good you know it just started mm-hmm. off like i said like page 40 like they were getting into a filthy pit so whenever a filthy pit's involved you know it's gonna be a good time
0: (laughs) i mean fair enough i suppose i did also like the uh the little parallel opium moments yeah yeah i thought that was a nice
1: i do (laughs) i will say the twist (laughs) kind of made no sense i was I was at first angry but then when all the prostitutes were like cajoling him into <laughs> saying he <laughs> loved her I was like okay I buy it <laughs> I was like okay I'm fine It's just and I then felt like it was kind of a weak it it was at first for me but then when the aunt was like um, my brother never came for me and like it kind of like tied it all back to how um, she was like forced into that and like the brother never cared but then um, Kat had Harry to save her um both times sure. and like that to me was touching ish i yeah i mean i didn't need that to happen but in the scope of what could have happened knowing lisa clebus oh sure i was okay with it because like it just ended up being cute <laughs>
0: well, i wasn't
1: like mad i yeah. was kind of like eye roll
0: at the the whole ants like you're gonna suffer because i yeah. suffered and i w- i want to
1: turn you into me was yeah. her whole
0: like reasoning and i get yeah, that she and, was like
1: and truth crazy My eyes did done skim right over that. Um, Yeah, I just kind of rolled my eyes and was like, this is
0: not a, this is a dumb reason. But I didn't care because I was having
1: a good time. That's right. yeah, like, could it have been different? Yeah. But I sure did love the sight of the prostitutes just cajoling him on.
0: I also do love both Harry and Leo just losing Mm -hmm. their minds. I thought that was so sexy of them.
1: Mm -hmm. I just love how there are like two kidnappings. In two books, right in a row. Why not? You know, um. Why not take a crazy chance? Why not? Kidnap, loves get kidnapped by your aunt. You know,
0: she loves a kidnapping. <sighs> yeah. Um. Rip William, I wanted better for him.
1: Uh, I know. But shout out to Dodger mm-hmm, for not kicking the bucket. That for, was another thing. And, and for, for leaving not. the blood trail. <laughs> it was-
0: uh when leo said something about like you're gonna wake up every day for the rest of your life next to someone who loves you and she was like dodger (laughs) bye me too Uh, um dodger it dodger is so cute i don't even like ferrets i think they're gross well
1: i yeah i have no opinion on a ferret i don't think i would trust one
0: i've just heard they're really gross
1: yeah but they're smelly
0: but TikTok having the algorithm that it does, as soon as I finished that book, of course I got a video from somebody who has like five ferrets of them like oh giving God. them a plastic bag to play with, or a paper bag rather not plastic, and they were adorable. Mm-hmm. The mental image of his little, like when he does his little sideways hopping yeah. victory dance is the funniest thing in the entire world.
1: Well, my favorite is when he's like passed out on her lap, like upside down, like his mouth mm-hmm. just open. I was like, oh, yeah. that's real cute. And Leo's like, me too, Dodger. <laughs> her lap looks like the comfiest place to be (laughs) Mm. Uh, it was like because you got his 16 and you kind of got like her like opium hangover Mm -hmm. situation um, where he just like kept giving her orgasms (laughs) to get her through it oh my god
0: i was like is this like is this based into anything like, is that actually, like, a, an effect of coming down from Well, HBO? I think
1: Kleypas took the word frustration and went with it. <laughs> I mean, I respect it. Yeah. I just
0: was like, is this a real thing? Or was yeah. Lisa Kleypas just like, you know what would be fun? Is <laughs> if she essentially was like, you know, those sex pollen fanfics? It was like that. But do you not know what I'm talking about?
1: No, I don't. Okay. I've never read that. Sometimes
0: fanfic. there's a fanfic where... I mean, I'm sure, I assume it's happened in actual fiction, but I've only encountered it in fan fiction where, like, there's some kind of sex pollen. They run into it for some reason, and they're, like, so hor- – It's, like, an aphrodisiac. Okay, but, like, so, like, an a- – okay. Usually with a sex pollen, it'll be, like, painful if they don't do something about it. Oh. Like, really painful cramps or something, and so they're, like, mm-hmm. Oh, no, we have to have sex or else you're going to be in immense pain.
1: <sighs> there was a – there's a Sophie Jordan, um, The Virgin and the mm-hmm. Rogue. It's – the aphrodisiac and they were actually in physical pain like because she took this like potion her sister made for period cramps and then she was like she thought she was dying because she hurt so much after taking the potion and then she was just really horny and then just like jumped on the the guy who was in the brother's study and she just like rode him (laughs) he was like what's happening
0: in the uh the laura kinsale that i'm reading (laughs) the midsummer moon this book is bonkers it's also from 1987 so there's like Things are going wild. You would appreciate there's a brief amnesia. Amazing. Um, But within the second chapter, (laughs) I don't know how to explain. It takes so long to explain the setup of this book, but you have to understand that from the get-go, it's bonkers. She's this, like, mad scientist, essentially. Like, Mm. she's super scattered. Um, mm-hmm. You could probably argue for some kind of like neurodivergence, but I don't know enough about it. So she's mm-hmm. like very scattered, super like hyper focused on her work, and is always jumping from one thing to another. Really bad at reading like social cues, or like paying attention to what's going on in the real world. Also super sheltered, raised by like an eccentric uncle. No knowledge of the world or I love eccentric body, relations. anything like that. And he's yeah. a duke who's <laughs> sent to go find. This inventor, because somebody sent him a message and was murdered on the way there and was like, this inventor, Merlin, has invented essentially a walkie-talkie is basically what it boils down to, and he needs that for the war against Napoleon. So he goes and he shows up at the door, and this woman answers the door, and he's like, I'm here to see Mr. Merlin Lamborn. And she, after a very long conversation where she is completely scattered and writing Mm -hmm. things down, and there's a hedgehog in her pocket – and just absolute but chaos ensues. She's like, there is no Mr. Merlin Lamborn. And he's like, did he die? And she's like, no, I'm Merlin Lamborn. Mm. And she Classic. doesn't know what invention he's talking about because she's trying to build a flying machine. It's a whole thing. And it takes so long and he is so exasperated. And he's so honorable and buttoned up. But then they have dinner. And the thing is that he is like, you don't know anything about anything. And you're just living here alone with these two elderly people sermons essentially and you really need like a chaperone or a protector because what if someone took advantage of you and she's like how would anyone take advantage of me like she literally knows nothing (laughs) and then he's like do you have salt and she like digs around in this cabinet and finds salt that's like labeled (laughs) with the like NaCl. and he tastes it and he's like yeah okay i guess that's salt and so he eats a ton of it and then he's high out of his mind and they never talk about what but it's just like oh no something was it some kind of aphrodisiac was in the salt you never know what it was but for some reason he was high out of his mind so by the end of the second chapter they had already had sex a couple of times which she doesn't know (laughs) what that is he just like seduces her and is like i love you so much and she's like all right this (laughs) this feels good and then it wears off and he's like oh dear god there was something in the salt and now i have to marry her Okay, I
1: may have to dabble in that book. That sounds.
0: It's also narrated by Nicholas Bolton, um, and he's so sexy. Anyway, <laughs> I listen wild. I've got a couple hours left in the audiobook. We just got past the amnesia.
1: Wow, there's a that flying machine. Like a there's
0: multiple kidnapping attempts. We do love that, and I'll, I'll, I kidnappers. completely missed
1: the hedgehog on the cover the
0: first time
1: there is a fun little hedgehog Mm -hmm. the hedgehog
0: is so goddamn funny i just i don't that voice i mean it was just like one little passing bit that he did for the hedgehog which like made sense in context because he was like "Mm, this Mm. annoying little hedgehog but it really he grows to really like the hedgehog or like Mm -hmm. he never says it well, at one point, it does really fuck up his finger. It like curls up around him, and there's like this entire long scene where he's like in agony.
1: Anyway, relatable. I love long A- scenes where men are in agony. It's truly- true and relatable. <laughs> it the livened this one plot was really right good
0: but also there's a scene where he like he's exhausted and he comes back from his little trip and he opens his stationery box and the hedgehog is inside and he just starts talking to the hedgehog and she does that thing you know, like where it'll be like a long passage of dialogue and they never tell you what the person is doing but you can tell from the dialogue so she has this whole paragraph where he's talking to the hedgehog and he's like oh hello well thank you my trip was very nice thank you for asking oh well the roads were pretty rough i wrote this petition to the commissioner oh would you like to sign it well there you go put your little paw in the inkwell there (laughs) and uh Uh, Then, oh, here's my secretary. He'll have a a handkerchief to clean you up. And the secretary is like, are you really, like, are you tired? He's like, no, why would you ask? And it took me out. Can you imagine getting a petition and there's a tiny little hedgehog friend?
1: Uh, That's like a love letter for me. It's a declaration of intent to marry.
0: Oh, it was the cutest thing I've ever read. Anyway, this is not relevant. Well, there's... (laughs) Why are we
1: here?
0: (laughs) Aphrodisiac.
1: (laughs) Why are we talking about aphrodisiac? Which is like semi-related to the opium in this book. Oh. Our broad uh, six degrees have come back into play here. This is why our index of (laughs) books that we talk about is like hundreds of books. (sighs) Because there's always connections. Um, Yeah, I just leo really just mm-hmm. i loved his progression <laughs> from book one to this one and then mm-hmm. he even had like more of a glow up in this one like he had to because he was like so like hot for her that he had to like physically exhaust himself with manual labor okay and then he got even more fit and muscular because of it um Again, the prototype for good old West Daddy Ravenel. Mm. <laughs> but West is like good. It's a yeah. West is he like wasn't. a
0: more wholesome version. Of you didn't Leo.
1: dislike him like you disliked Leo in book one.
0: Yeah, but yeah. I mean, even like post glow up, Leo is like he's still kind of a rake. Like he's not sleeping yeah. around, but he's the kind of like yeah. insouciant, like. Mm-hmm. You're right.
1: West Double is more make of hair. a cinnamon rollie. West
0: turns into a true family man.
1: Yeah, and technically, you're technically there is a movie called The Family Man by Nicholas uh, Cage is in it. So six degrees of Nicholas Cage. <sighs> How do we keep doing this? <laughs> we got there, guys. I know you were worried, but
0: every time we make this six degrees of Nicholas Cage <laughs> separate, whatever. Um, just imagine y- you. As have you seen the like TikTok meme of Nicolas Cage and Pedro Pascal? Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> You're From the Pedro Nicolas Pascal, I am.
0: You're just
1: <laughs> just going up, grinning. Ride. I am offended. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we have to have a Nicolas Cage tax jar now. Oh, not another jar! <laughs> you got so many jars. Um, Leo
0: also Leo. Catherine, i saw a review that was like a like a three-star review on goodreads where somebody was like i just didn't feel like she had like a really fleshed out backstory and i was like huh
1: well being sold for prostitution at by 15, your family at 15 yeah i mean that'll do it to you that seemed
0: like a pretty fleshed out backstory to yeah me personally um, the plot and I was a little she silly, was...
1: but the backstory itself. Yeah, the plot, but like I thought um, throughout the series too. Like ever since, because um, it was book two, because uh, she was there mm-hmm. when Win and Cat, um, Ke- or Win and Leo yeah, de- went to oh. went to right. France, and then right. they brought in um, Catherine during that time. So like basically in book three, you really started to see. Her and I just I liked um, the contrast in their character types and how Leo just always was like she's so buttoned up but I want to make her scream by edging and edging like he was so
0: real for that
1: (laughs) it worked so well that's one of
0: my favorite like micro tropes yeah it's when they're like I hate her so much I want to make her beg me for mercy like
1: (laughs) I cannot you need to get back on your immortals after dark. Because, um, (sighs) the edging like no other in The Kiss of a Demon King, or whatever that was called, uh, you're like the fact that you haven't read that yet is mildly alarming. That book was so good, and that's truly like I hate you so much because you have kidnapped me and chained me to a bed. Um, but now I have broken free and I have chained you to a bed, (laughs) and I'm now going to edge you. And it was so good. Mm. Yeah. Yep, that Rydstrom and Sabine. They're the real ones in this life. Um, Leo, right up there. Okay, well, he did not do that much. No, no but he did draw her naked. And then she found he him. Did. And he's like Ugh. I'll admit. I probably would have had a
0: different response, where yeah, she was just kind of uncomfortable and was like, <laughs> Maybe destroy those. I think that would have freaked me out a little bit more, yeah, but it Again, was not so
1: fiction, yeah, I'm not mad about it. no, I thought it was hilarious that he was just like <laughs> that's what the pen tells me, I'm like sir, um, okay, Leo. And meanwhile he's like I
0: hate her so much She's the worst She's my nemesis <laughs> My
1: enemy Okay Leo uh, His arch enemy so I funny. underlined that quote too When he was like How can it be that my Like arch enemy My something or another Is now this or that And he's just so in love
0: Have I developed a spinster fetish? <laughs> <laughs> that killed me It really did <laughs>
1: <sighs> I oh just, my
0: God, Leo is so funny. Really, through all of the, well, two through yeah, this one.
1: Yeah. And I was like, again, we talked about it in our um, Mind, Mind to Midnight, um, how like he was definitely frustrating, but you knew why. Why. So it was better. But yeah, I was not a fan of him for that book. So I'm really happy we got here. Where he is just the epitome of uh, so good. The glasses thing really did take me out. Lisa. Oh, Lisa. How did you know? And there was like face sitting or face kneeling. That was fun. Yeah. I like that. It always
0: kind of cracks me up when Lisa will throw in like various like out of the ordinary sex yeah. acts I guess but she never goes into detail No
1: she, It's like you could like a just vein. say she sat on his face. It's okay to say that.
0: No, I think it's actually kind of funny. <laughs> She's well, like you I... don't need to get into detail. You know what's going on. <laughs> I'm like, "Do I?" Because in my head, I'm trying to position these characters yeah. to figure
1: out what's happening. I never <laughs> trust myself. Cuz I need to like I need to know what's happening to them. So like I need to know like where things are and then if it's like vague I'm like I don't know what's happening. It, it's I need to get the Barbie dolls out. <sighs> yeah.
0: It's rough out here. Mhm. Again like mm. I don't I'm... I'm thinking about Dodger again. <laughs> right after. Okay. <laughs> um okay, not those two things weren't tied together. <laughs> I just love Dodger.
1: Cool. He was really good. He was he was a well. Cutie. Also,
0: Be well. Beatrice wasn't in this book as much, but like no. somebody mentioned in passing that she was like, "Oh yeah, well, Beatrice always says you two were like are like ferrets."
1: Yep, and just because a little rough and tumble. Beatrice thinks that love. of people
0: as animals. Yeah, she's yeah. like, "Well, you're both ferrets."
1: <laughs> <laughs> I I'm so intrigued by her book because I read the like teaser chapter, and lo and behold, the hero has a dog that he is unhappy that he's attached to that he met in the war so i'm assuming the dog will come back and so i said in the previous episode that i'm assuming the her- the hero is gonna like either be like opposed to animals or have like something going on there to be like her opposite so that'll be an interesting one because um because you know it's like a and like she's pretending to be someone else um writing him letters
0: Yes. yeah okay i keep forgetting because i have heard that plot record yeah. like that like people will be like, oh, this is the book where she is like mm-hmm. she takes over writing the letters, etc. But then I always forget what book it is. I'll mm-hmm. be like, what, what? What book is that? Where she's doing yeah. that? And then I keep going, oh, it's the last yeah.
1: Hathaway's book, and then forgetting again. So, I think in that one, it'll be when he finds out that it's her, because like she like took over writing this these letters like immediately for this friend that he because he was like courting her friend, um, mm-hmm. and this is all in like the chapter one, the teaser um and then the friend like doesn't want his moping about being at war she's like it's not interesting enough so Beatrix is like oh, I think you should respond to him he seems a little bit sad um and then gives him advice on this dog that he's found um I'm intrigued by the book let's just say that we'll see where it goes because <laughs> I could I can see like two different diverging ways how the plot would fold like unfold um if he, like, finds out right away and is, like, angry at her. Like, when a Scott ties a knot by Tessa Dare. um, Like, that's not, like, a pistolary one. Or was it? She was, like, writing to him. Or, like, yeah. she was, like, writing fake letters to him. Yeah. And <laughs> he kept getting them. Um, But, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's Lisa Klaipas.
0: So yeah. the thing is that even if you think to yourself, this is how the pl- – I mean, it might. Yeah. You also might get two kidnappings and an opium. <laughs> that usage. is
1: very true. <laughs> you that just don't know. True. I just want some cute, angry hero at dog moments and canine <laughs> bonding. Really, <laughs> I just excited. want
0: quirky animals. Yes, that's and my favorite. Medusa thing.
1: was already mentioned twice. Oh hell
0: yeah! Yeah, Medusa's my girl.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so. Mm. oh my god and then there was like the overheard like pride and prejudice insult moment where he called her plain and like weird um and she like overheard him saying that to his friend i i love that like little micro trope i love a good overheard insult (laughs) Mm. (laughs) so there's that um again like summing up my thoughts about this book is hard because it was just like vibes you know? Yeah,
0: I don't know that. Like, I mean, I did think the pacing was good, but I couldn't yeah. give you like critiques on it because I was just vibing the whole time. That's
1: why I I had to read it over again because when you posted about the splinter, I was like, I fully forgot that that happened, and like I loved when it happened. I just completely forgot about it because it happens really early on. Yeah, so I had to reread, Um and I was like trying. To, I was like, do I even still like? Could I talk about this? <laughs> like, it's finished, just like, vibes. An hour ago. It's yeah, just- it really is. Leo and Cat, like, they like make out, like bickering,
0: but also making out.
1: Yeah, that's like the end of book three when you like they're like we should talk about what happened. You're like, what happened? And then and Leo spends a lot of
0: time trying to convince her to marry him.
1: Yes, I do love the repeated proposal, Tosh right. Dick. Yeah, and he was like, how many proposals is this? And he's like, or she was she like it's this mount or no? He was like it's like four or five, and then mm-hmm. um. She was like, no, oh, the one when I was, like, high on opium didn't really count. <laughs> <laughs> she said, you didn't ask me to marry you. That was you asking me to come back in off the
0: roof. That doesn't count.
1: Um, But, yeah, I thought that was just a really cute. I mean, they were just so cute. Again, there wasn't much angst. The angstiest part was the kidnapping. But, again, it was well, made Well, I mean, there was a by... lot of
0: angst, but it was external angst.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was
0: like, ah, oh, what is in your past? And she was yeah. like – Being sold as a prostitute at 15.
1: (laughs) And he was like, "Uh uh-oh. And then um, the catalyst of his story was that um, there was some weird will that um, if he didn't get married by a certain time frame and he didn't have an heir, the house would go to this Countess Ramsey and her daughter who was... Pregnant and yeah, looking this for us fast. It really
0: wasn't entailed.
1: Yeah, so he had to get married by morning, um, and get an heir, and then that they were yeah, like, "You, you have should a year." Yeah, so then well, because you know gestation, we got nine months, so it's kind of really yeah. fast. Um, and so. It was like the catalyst was they had to like hold a ball and then she was stressed and then she was like dying her hair. Then he pours a whole thing of water on her head when she was trying to dye her hair. He was like, no. I love when a hero just like
0: loses his mind and everyone around him is like, why is this the thing? So him like busting open the door (laughs) and her being like, what are you doing? And then him holding
1: her down and Mm -hmm. dumping water on her head. Meanwhile, everyone outside of the room is terrified that he's just like railing on like, her. Oh dear God, what a Then you he doing? starts to like they start to like make out and he starts to <laughs> fondle her. And then Cam's yes, at do. the door and he's like, If you enter, you will die. And Cam's like, oh shit.
0: Cam is so funny every time he shows up <laughs> mm-hmm. because nothing ruffles him. Yeah. And in the Hathaways.
1: There, there are so many ruffles. A funny
0: contrast. Because it's yeah. just him at the door being like, Leo, can you come outside, please? I would like to talk to you.
1: Meanwhile, Leo, Leo meanwhile- has his hands up her skirt. <laughs> After dumping water on her. <laughs> so the carpet's like all wet. Oh, and she's crying because yeah. he pinned her wrists. And yeah. she was like,
0: please don't do that. And he was mm-hmm. like, hang on, let me make out with you.
1: Because <laughs> he was like, darling, I would never... Yeah. It was very fun. I mean there was yeah, the was one so time when um when he she rejected his proposal for like the third time and he was like fine then I'm not having sex with you and he was like teasing her and then he like walked away and she's like what? <laughs> He's like, No, next time I'm getting you pregnant. So <laughs> we can't do it until you agree. <laughs> Just saying. He's like I'm feeling very vi- like virile right now. Like I'm pretty potent Not so like viral. I will get you <laughs> viral. I'm like pretty sure that I will get you pregnant so we got to just like hold the horses. I like that, that
0: mentality time. so much. Mm-hmm. He's like mm, <laughs> I, this is a batch of
1: swimmers. I can tell. <laughs> this is magic sperm that I can get behind. This is like just willful sperm. <laughs> Just so ready. Uh, he said, to ready, set, go. Uh, <laughs> Olympic athletes up in those um, vast this is difference. Hairy prunes. <laughs> no. Uh, I don't want to think about uh. Le- Larry. <laughs> Leo's Harry's sacks of prunes. That's what I meant to say, not Larry. <laughs> Yeah.
0: Oh, you can tell we're hitting the hour mark because <laughs> we have nothing interesting <laughs> left to say. It's just <laughs> we back dope. to
1: Elizabeth Hoyt. <laughs> when in doubt, bring out an Elizabeth Hoyt metaphor, or don't, <laughs> or don't, but do. Um, yeah, that's all I've got. Yeah, I have no like criticism. Very,
0: it's just vibes.
1: It feels like a very underwhelming episode for a book that was very whelming. Um, I don't, I don't know how to, like, convey that it was just so much fun.
0: Well, this is why I
1: started by listing my notes.
0: uh, Because this is all I've got. Like. (laughs) Yeah. Um.
1: Well, when I seduce a woman, I do it
0: properly. And then a fist fight.
1: (laughs) And and there were a few good girls who liked that. Um, one when she was high off of opium and he was like, please don't fall off this ledge of this roof. And then Classic. one he wanted her to grind on him. So one sexy and one life-threatening <laughs> good girl moment in this book, which is Lisa Klaipas. So you should expect that. I have like butchered her name. Like I was like Lipa. I've like called her Lika. Like I can't. Talking is so hard right now. Relatable. <laughs> uh... It's only the
0: the one thing that we have to do.
1: (laughs) Oh, listeners, I have failed you. (laughs) I can't do it, I promise. Talk. I'm not good at reading books and talking about them anymore. Okay. Never. Never. That's it. That's all she wrote. That really is. Well, there's actually one more book and then a whole series, but, you know. That's so true. (laughs) i'm i'm excited i'm gonna like fight the urge to read it because i have so many arcs to freaking read that i really don't have the time to read love in the afternoon early but boy do i want to my neck alley shelf haunts me in the middle of the night
0: i'm at like a 93 percent rating
1: right now or rating. Me, i'm at like i'm at 92 and i've got like so many outstanding ones and i'm like take me down it hurts i just like got into like a requesting spiral and then they all came
0: through yeah i've managed to avoid that thankfully but i Ugh. still have a few left
1: oh my God. and so then many. i have
0: right now i just have other like book club and other various yeah. like books that i need to read for that our, for myself
1: yeah because we've got our lucky our march episode our march uh st patrick's day
0: indeed Got a few
1: to read for that. Will um, that be next week? The 17th sure will episode. be by the
0: time this oh, comes man. out. That'll be our next episode.
1: Oh my god! Well, we'll have a so. TBR Tuesday on the fourteenth, and then right. The but I mean, episode. yeah, the next Friday will be same. So if you're stuff. if you want to know, we are reading books with lucky in the title. So like the lady gets lucky, um luck be a lady by Meredith Duran, stuff like that. Um, some Dukes Maybe. have all the luck. Christina Britton. I am
0: tackling um, The Luckiest Lady in London. I think that's... Nice. I have the audiobook for that, so I should be doing it soon.
1: Nice. I have a whole series by um, Jana McGregor. She's got... All the books we found out have luck in the mm-hmm. title, so... Or at least the first few. They well, Yeah, the first. There are, like, three of them. Um, so that's our plan. And hopefully this next TBR... TV- I haven't been reading a lot, so hopefully this next TBR Tuesday can, like, be a normal... <laughs> um hinged amount not unhinged.
0: Well, when we don't have to cover an entire month in one episode due to our own poor planning
1: i that get... usually goes better that was so many books that episode was so long our our only other longest one was our midnight's episode
0: yeah well shout out to whoever it was that shared our like episode and was like yes yeah, an almost two hour episode someone i was like who did that yeah you didn't okay well they shared it to the story and now i can't remember who it was so if you're listening <sighs> and you're like that was me um just know that i saw that and i was like i'm so glad that you're excited
1: because <laughs> i did feel it for a little you bad every time we do it <laughs> well that's why i started adding in the timestamps because i was like yeah people who are like please just for the love of god talk about the book that you promised we have given you the timestamp, and I know you're
0: there because my mom is that person. Not about yeah. us, but I used to put on. Um, there was this like Catholic podcast we used to listen to, which sounds mm-hmm. super lame, but it was actually a pretty interesting podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was these like priests <laughs> who were friends. No. Um, and so they they would do the same <laughs> thing where they like being dudes. <laughs> <laughs> they were actually kind of fun. Um, but uh, they they would also banter for the first like I think they mm. actually had like a little timer. They'd be like our 15 minutes for banter. We should up. get it. We should get a timer. Probably, but that's not as fun and chaotic. True. Um, okay. And so I would like listen to these episodes with my mom, and she was interested in like the theology, yeah, and, like not that the banter. stuff. And so I would be vibing with the banter, hearing these priests talk about like yeah. their godchildren and ski trips and stuff. And my mom was like, "Why are they talking about random stuff?" And I was like, "Well, yeah. if you like listen regularly, you like." Kind of know them and like want to know mm-hmm. what's going on in their life. And she was like not having it. She didn't care. So I would
1: always have to skip the intro because she did not care about their personal lives. <laughs> I will say for us that we have a weird ability to n- normally bring it around back around to books. You know, we'll we find can bring a way it around town. <laughs> It'll come back. Bring it around town. Yeah, the bubble episode. That's I a used great to. One. um.
0: This is not related to books, but it is related <laughs> to SpongeBob bringing it around town. <laughs> when I was in band, marching band in high school, mm-hmm. I had certain friends that we had like pre-show rituals where, like, mm. I would go do a handshake with this person and go do like like little bits with different people yeah. before every show. I don't really know why, but it was a good time. And with one girl who was the year above me, I don't remember why this was the thing that we would do, but we would bring it around town. That was our like. <laughs> pre-marching band show ritual and we would do the full like <laughs> circle yeah. our hips and we would be obnoxious about it and bring it around town and i'm sure the other people who were watching us do that were like what is why what is wrong with you but Strong i had a good time gets it. he does i am lll at all times living like
1: larry i think about living like larry 24 7 yeah Do you? I mean my my living like Larry is just reading romance books <laughs> um, I don't living... know that that's what Larry is doing <laughs> well my version of Larry yeah no Larry, Larry is uh, preventing Spongebob from getting sun bleached oh, Larry me by <laughs> stop <laughs> Larry by, by morning, by morning. <laughs> I, I'm sorry living like Leo I yep, uh, none of these bits are funny i think i'm we just we brought really it tired. back to the books boom pop if you're into balloons
0: <laughs> In- don't say into like like it's a
1: fetish some people there's a bob's burgers episode where linda's parents her father has a weird balloon fetish
0: um. i don't i don't
1: want to say weird if it's your thing it's your thing
0: no, That's I'll sure say weird. Thing, though. Okay. It's weird if you have a balloon
1: fetish. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> he loved them popping, which I thought was just so horrifying. <laughs> yeah. So that was a good episode.
0: <laughs> well, I'm gonna this weird is... I'm gonna read the weird balloon erotic novella. Thank God. Just to report back to you. I'm sure I it's look terrible forward to it. The only thing I, I remember have not... from seeing someone review it was that. There was weird stuff about like, are they children? Because like they were just born. I don't That's really want to read it, <laughs> but I but I do want to know.
1: You're you're taking one for the. That's team. how
0: I end up in trouble. That's how I yeah. end up reading Where
1: hedgehog erotica because I'm like I just want to know. I want to know. That song has been stuck in my head since we recorded. I've listened to so much Disney music; it's unreal.
0: Well, I've been listening to show tunes 24-7, so
1: okay, not so that we're, far off. We're different um, edges of the same coin or whatever.
0: Um, different sides was, of the same sides, coin.
1: Edgings on the brain. um, Isn't it always? <laughs> I was listening to uh, Won't Say I'm in Love, you know, from Hercules, and I thought that was a, Classic. A, a song that kind of fit this book's vibe.
0: Big Catherine Marks energy.
1: Right? Yeah. Also, Leo. I, I kind of felt brief. like it. It worked. so Uh, That
0: is their vibe.
1: That's my Disney sign-off. That's a banger of a song.
0: I would also apply People Will Say We're In Love from Oklahoma.
1: Ooh, okay. So look at us. Specifically,
0: Oklahoma the 2019 cast edition. The classic is fine, but the 2019.
1: Gotcha. (sighs) But yeah, our playlist is straight up two songs. (laughs) One from (laughs) Disney and one from Showtunes. So... One from show tunes, <laughs> <laughs> so, one from a musical. Yes, it just, <laughs> I don't it's know. just funny. Um, um, so yeah, listen to those. Listen to us, and read this book. Well, hopefully you've already read this book because we have spoiled it. So you should know that. And by if you now. haven't read it yet,
0: you should probably read the other few books first. Yes,
1: yes. For the Leo Glow Up, it's good. It's a good one. Um. Well, that's all. Ta ta for now. To quote someone in Winnie the Pooh, I think. Oh, if it's, you say so, it's someone.
0: I believe you. You could say Thank literally you. anything, and I would be like, "Yeah, that sounds right."
1: Thank you so much because I always doubt myself. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.